Well, it's a beautiful day, huh? I think so. This is my friend Lee. We met at the Lazy Mountain Trailhead, where we live in Palmer, Alaska. It's a unique hike. It's pretty steep. I don't know why they call the trail lazy, but I guess the mountain is. It was the 6th of April, 2021. So that was a full year and a half before the time I'm recording this episode. In early April, Palmer is frozen. The squeaking and crunching sound you hear is snow beneath our feet. I invited Lee to come on a hike with me because we both enjoy being active. And I had an idea that I wanted to share with him. And this is an idea that I've been obsessed about now for a couple of years. This episode is the story of that idea. You're listening to Speak Lord. I sent a text to Lee at 9.32 that morning. I said, would you be interested in going up Lazy Mountain sometime before it gets too slushy? It'd be fun to hike with you and also I have a church visioning idea I would love to share with you and get some of your thoughts on. He responded, sure, when are you thinking? So I gave him some times and we settled on going that afternoon. After he had committed to the hike, I sent him another text. This time I added, my visioning idea has to do with telling a story through recorded audio. If you're willing to clip a microphone to your shirt, I would love to use some of your insights and responses to help tell that story. I'll explain more. So I know that's a little strange, hiking up a mountain with a microphone on, but I really wanted to have this conversation recorded. Come on, sit. Yeah, so it's all going there. Come on, sit. And you can just tuck it in and put that one somewhere within 10 inches of your mouth or so. Okay. I know it's going to be exciting. I'm guessing that you know what it's like to obsess about an idea that you have. Maybe it's rebuilding a car or launching a business or planning a trip or writing a book. Some of the ideas, they actually get done and some of them just stay ideas. If you've had this experience, then you can understand a little bit of the past two years of my life. So you have to understand that I'm a visionary. I get lots of ideas. I actually need people to pull me back or I will attempt to do too much and I'll wear myself out. And my ideas can wear other people out too. I'm more gifted at the creative part and coming up with the idea than at the discipline part of carrying those ideas out. I had an idea that I was excited to share, but you never really know what's going to become of an idea. It could just be another one of those ideas that never really happens. And this is why I wanted to talk to Lee. I needed feedback. To begin with, Lee is one of my favorite people to talk to. He's thoughtful. He chooses his words carefully. He thinks outside the box. Lee's a leader in the church that I pastor, so he's heard a lot of my ideas. And I know that he's aware that we just can't do everything that this pastor dreams up. So I really value his feedback. And it was just a bonus that Lee is able to carry on a conversation while going straight up a hill. Right away, Lee started talking about stuff that aligns so closely with my vision for this podcast. Within two or three minutes of meeting him in the trailhead, 
he was already talking to me about this project that he's involved with where he's helping repair someone's house. He goes, well, my son and I have been working on nailing up boxes and pulling wire and things. And I said, well, um, maybe we could help you with that. Uh-huh. And I love it because serving people in our community is a big piece of the idea that I had to share with Lee. I hadn't shared my idea with Lee yet, so I was really interested and a bit surprised when he started talking about this podcast that he had been impressed with because of the quality of the storytelling. Well, the last couple of days, I kind of stumbled onto a Focus on the Family program with a, a lady that's got some incredible stories. And she has an incredible ability to share those stories and just has an, incre- an amazing enthusiasm for the joy of God. And uh, it's, she seems irrepressible. Irrepressible. I like that word. At about 19 minutes into the recording, both Lee and I were good and warmed up. And between breaths, I began to share my idea with Lee. So the visionary idea that I want to get your thoughts on has to do with telling stories. stories. Just like we were talking earlier. But what's on my mind is to uh, produce a podcast that tells the story of what God is doing in our community. So that's it. My big idea that I just can't get off my mind is to produce a podcast. I have tried to talk myself out of this. I have to be really selective about how I use my time. And I know that producing a podcast takes a whole bunch of it. But this is one of those ideas that I've felt very deep and I can't pray it away. I just want to tell you that story and how God has moved in this process. In my conversation with Lee, you can hear some of my early thoughts about the podcast, and we'll get to those. But first, I already had a podcast. You're listening to Speak Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. The podcast I already had was smaller in scope, and I already had proved to myself I didn't have the time or the resources to manage it. And here I was on the trail, telling Lee about my desire to have a second podcast. So I'm just going to back up in the story and outline a bit of the history of the Speak Lord podcast. Just two days before my hike with Lee, I had posted a relaunch story for the Speak Lord podcast. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Speak Lord. This is a relaunch of the Speak Lord podcast. I started the Palmer SDA Church podcast in April 2020. Do you remember what life was like in April 2020? I was frantically attempting to adjust church ministry to work with this new uncertain world of a pandemic. Thinking we might get hit with a strict lockdown, I gathered the essentials from my office and raided the church audiovisual booth. Sorry, audiovisual team and thanks for fixing my mistakes. I moved my mess of equipment into my already messy bedroom where I set up my new office and a recording studio. 
All at once, I started doing a whole bunch of new things. That first episode that I published in April 2020 was a reflection on a passage from Isaiah that talks about listening to God. Here are the first few seconds of the Speak Lord podcast. Isaiah 50, verse 4 and 5. The Lord has given me the tongue of those who are taught. And now going back to the relaunch story, you can hear a few of my thoughts that got me into this whole podcast deal in the first place. Speak Lord was one of my responses to the change that COVID-19 brought into life and ministry. My goal was to bring God's word to people in a challenging time. Speak Lord. I liked the name and I still do. I took it from Samuel who took it from Eli who told him to say these words the next time the voice called his name. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So those first several months, I posted every single day, both Speak, Lord and Speak, Lord for Kids. But then school started back up in person and it got really busy and I just stopped. And then about that time, I took that hike with Lee in April 2021. I was relaunching Speak, Lord and dreaming up a second podcast. The next milestone in the history of the podcast came in June 2021 when I applied for some funding. At that time, the North Pacific Union was giving out money for creative evangelism. I submitted a proposal that my podcast could receive that money, and it worked. I was given $7,500 to help launch my podcast. So for the next year, I spent a lot of my time creating a studio. It's the place I'm in right now recording this audio. There's a room in our church called the prayer room that was really just full of storage. And with the funds that I got from the North Pacific Union, I started transforming that place into a video and audio studio to do things like I'm doing right now. I had big plans to have this big launch so that my podcast could get a following. In my proposal to the union, I wrote the words, the amazing potential results of this ministry start with a strong launch. And then I outlined the vision and the format and the evangelistic outcomes. I wrote about how we would get members of our church engaged in the work God's doing, that we'd make community connections as I talked with local pastors and nonprofits about what God was doing in our community. I wrote about the community reputation as our church highlighted these stories people would begin to recognize our church as a movement of people leading the way in community connection. I presented to the union a timeline, sharing that at that time, I'd put in over 100 hours of conversation with people envisioning for this podcast. I had eight hours of recorded audio content and some of the basic equipment already, and I had even scripted the pilot episode. It was a script for the episode I'm recording right now, just about a year and a half in advance and largely uninformed. I wrote in that proposal that I wanted the pilot episode out by June 2021, and then I wanted to build a bank of quality episodes to come out each month starting in January 2022. I wrote in the project description that I will use quality audio storytelling to illuminate the ways that God is working in our community. I was excited about it and they were excited enough to give me some funds to help make it happen. Well, I did not stick to my timeline and my vision has changed quite a bit, but it hasn't been all bad. 
Speak Lord podcast has been really meaningful. There are people engaging with our church in our school because they heard the podcast. Over the past few months, as I prepare for this launch, people have given. I've received significant donations that were given because people believe in the ministry of this podcast and they want to help make it possible. I'm convinced that God is leading this project and he has awesome plans for it. But back in April 2020, I wasn't sure of that. And Lee wasn't sure of that. So he just listened as I told him about this idea that seemed a bit too much to take on. It would be like reporting. And it'd be reporting on a really exciting story because we're seeing God make movement. And I'm hoping that the result would be that people are inspired and encouraged to engage in that story. But what I hope it would do is be well told well enough that people actually listen and that when they do listen it it just reinforces God is at work in our community uh-huh. and it's accessible to me. I could engage in this way right here. You could see fitting in somehow. So in general, the Speak Lord podcast was all about listening for God's voice in the words of scripture. And this new idea was about searching for his activity in life around us. Both of them were looking for the movement of God and trying to direct our attention to that. After I stumbled through an attempt to explain my idea to Lee, he responded. And this is what he said. It seems like it's just hard to break ground. And he's so right. It's just hard to get started. I've already shared that I've fallen way behind on my initial timeline, but that's not because I've stopped thinking about it. I've obsessed over this idea. I've talked with people about these things for hours. So yeah, this is something, man, I have a hard time putting into words. Okay. But it's something I've been kind of obsessed with. I took any opportunity I could to pitch my idea idea to people and ask for their feedback. I met with friends at restaurants. Have I shared anything with you about my idea? I recorded conversations while driving on gravel roads. I'm working on a podcast. In all these conversations, I was clarifying my own vision for the podcast. So I would become a journalist for the story of God Uh and try to put that story in the most compelling format for people to listen to so that when they heard it, they're like, God is awesome. He's doing stuff. Uh Second, they're like, I could be a part of this. And since those early stages, there are some ways in which my vision has broadened and some ways that it's more narrow. In these conversations, you hear me talk a lot about community. The goal of the podcast would be to tell the story of what God is doing in our community in order to cast vision for building stronger community. Okay. Community is a huge area where we see God at work but I have stepped back a ways from a narrow focus on community, and I've zoomed in on the focus of looking for God's activity wherever we might find it. In sharing my ideas, I got great feedback, and some people even got excited with me. What do we need to get this, to keep this going? What do we need to, like, what facilities do we need? What, what, what volunteers do we need? What kind of, you know, I would like to see that happen. Yes, 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 praise the Lord, hallelujah. I mean, it just... 
I like it. I like it. I think I think we could get this going. I think we could get this going quicker than this December. This has been awesome to get excited about this. Okay, we need yeah. to meet next week. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, excitement is good for me to hear because I've been falling asleep thinking about this. And if no one else gets excited, then we don't have much of a story. Right. No, but I like yeah. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited for this. Yeah. We can. I'll keep pitching my idea. When someone's ears perk up, I'll talk longer. Do you get a little excited too? I know you don't have the whole picture of what I'm dreaming up for this podcast, but do you get excited at the thought of hearing God speak and seeing him work and joining him in the story and to track that story and share it through a podcast? I imagine God using this podcast to speak to someone on the other side of the world and when they hear a story of how God is moving, they decide to live in God's story to stop living on the surface of selfishness and distraction and meaninglessness and to give themselves fully into the deeper story of what God is doing all around them. Yeah, it's exciting, but it's also really hard to get off the ground. So I have talked and talked, but it hasn't been all just talk. I've put in a lot of work to learn everything I can about podcasting. What you're hearing now is the sound of my kids getting excited about a package that Look came in the mail. Cool. What's in the box? What you're not hearing is the recording that happened just before this that I deleted, where they're arguing about who gets to open it. Look cool. This looks like a microphone with a girl with headphones on. Inside the package was a book that I had ordered about audio reporting. called Sound reporting. It was published by NPR, and I wanted to get my hands on it and learn everything I could about the art of telling story through audio. This is the kind of stuff I've been obsessing over. I've been reading and listening and watching. I've been recording and editing because I just can't shake this podcast idea. But like Lee said, it seems like it's just hard to break ground. One example of how hard it is to break ground is the difficulty of choosing a name. Here's what I told Lee back on that trail. Uh, nothing is decided, but the functional title of the podcast I'm thinking of is The Good Neighbor Initiative. Oh. <laughs> so, There's been at least five times now when I had believed that I had named the podcast. And then I changed my mind. Most of these names I wouldn't have even remembered if I hadn't recorded the conversations. Functional title I have is Adventures in Community. Adventures in Community, but maybe a little bit long. Some of them just didn't work. But all of them communicate some angle of the vision for this podcast. So just take a moment and listen to me struggle. A slightly unimportant question. What would you call this podcast? Thought about that. <laughs> I don't have a good one yet titling the podcast, A Better Story. So kind of like the counter narrative. This, I was thinking, following the projects of God. Yeah, so when you just hear the Good Neighbor Initiative, what vibe do you get? Good Neighbor Initiative. There is something out there that's gonna fill all the categories we need. I don't know what that is yet. When we find the right one, it's gonna be like a... So an initial title I was thinking about is In Community. So another word that is 
is very core to that concept is connection or connected or connect. Well, names are important. I like the word initiative because the podcast is kind of, that's kind of what it is. It's initiating engagement. It can take hours for a good idea to get pointed in the right direction. It might even take a few bad ideas to help get there. After a while, I decided to call the podcast Living in God's Story. The reason I thought that one worked is that we all have a story, but at a deeper level, behind our busyness, there's another story. And too often, we're so focused on our story that we don't live in that deeper story. So I thought this podcast is all about calling people to live in that deeper story. And I think it is. But it just didn't quite work as a name for the podcast. At the time I sent my proposal for funding, the name I was working with was More Better. I know it's not good English. It might give you a sense of what that phrase means to me if you hear how my daughter says it. This is More Better. And let me show you just a little peek behind the scenes as I learned just how hard it could be to capture a little soundbite of audio. So here is what I want you to record. I want you to tell me about something that is more better than something. Jesus. <laughs> well, like, say the words more better. Jesus. I just wanted her to say the words more better. And I found that it took a couple minutes just to set up that one little phrase. There are definitely challenges to capturing audio. Our new tires are more better than our old tires. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's just awful. You need a bit of cooperation. Be your dad. I just, I love how you. You need the right more words, better, and I want to get it on record. The right tone of voice. Jesus is more better. The right mood. Jesus is more better than what? The right moment. In tires. And if you don't get it in that moment, it can be so difficult to recreate. Jesus is more better than anything. Now say the word more better. More better. The holy dose is more better. All right, try to do it without walking. And then there are distractions. Maya! There are all those okay, noises you you that you don't want to have in the recording. No, I'm going to be over. Can you move around and make some noise? Yeah. Okay. Please, please come. We'll get this done real quick. Tristan! How about, uh, how about I say another fun one? Uh, why don't you put those things down because they're touching the microphone? The mask. You're listening to More Battle! I've been learning over and over again that there's just a lot that goes into this. The way that the naming of this podcast got resolved shows another part of God's leading in the story. What I ended up doing is not choosing any of the names. I threw them all out. See, I had planned to start a new podcast with a new name, and my wife had heard me wrestle with all of this for hours. Then one night, laying in bed, she says, why don't you just do one podcast and call it Speak Lord? Genius! I was already doing Speak Lord Reflections, where I was listening for God's voice in the words of Scripture. This other new idea was not a new podcast. It was a Speak Lord story, where I was looking for the activity of God in life around me. That's it. Maybe you're familiar with what I've done with Speak Lord so far, and I'm going to keep doing that. I'm just adding to it. In addition to the Speak Lord reflections on Scripture, we got Speak Lord stories now. 
And all of it is really the same thing. It's an effort to tune our attention to God, to hear him speak through the words of Scripture, and to see him move in life around us. There's more to this podcast thing than just a clear vision or deciding a name. One of the things you have to work through is the format of your podcast. Well, two things with storytelling. Um, I think somebody that tells good stories starts by being inquisitive in their own exploration to ask questions. And the, uh, and, and the second thing I remember from somebody like Dennis Prager who does a talk show is people will ask him, what does it take to do what you do? He says, you have to be interesting. <laughs> I think, that's kind of basic, but you know, I mean, who wants to listen to somebody that isn't interesting? How, how long are you gonna hang in there? So interested and interesting. And the style I'm thinking is like, do you listen to investigative journalism at all? I, 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 like, the, uh, I like the small investigative journalists. My previous podcast experience has always been short reflections on scripture. So I just read the Bible and I share how God is speaking to me. It's pretty simple. The ideas I've had for this podcast are not simple. And I got really excited about a format for this podcast when I experienced it for myself. I just like them for the quality of storytelling. They pull you in and I listen while I'm doing dishes or whatever. And I was like, man, that's such an effective way to communicate. Back in August 2020, I listened to my first investigative journalism podcast. It was about an undercover FBI agent fighting drug crime. So it was content that I really didn't care about. But the storytelling made it irresistible. I remember trying to listen while I mowed my lawn. I would like to share some of the audio from that podcast so you could get the feel of these stories that I was following. But I haven't actually looked into the copyright rules for all that just yet. So for now, just listen to this music, which I do know that I'm allowed to share and know that these stories can be told with a whole lot of intensity. And since then, I've been a student of audio journalism. I listen to a huge variety of storytelling and journalism podcasts, and when I listen, about 20% of my interest is in the content, and the other 80% I focus on the craft of the storytelling and the format of the podcast. So you can hear me developing my formatting ideas as I try to share them with others. So I was thinking, you know, but as a pastor, like I might adopt some of those things in my preaching, like the storytelling aspects, but I was like, I don't have any like crimes to investigate. So I probably can't ever, what, what content would I put in this journalist storytelling? And then I was like, you know, like there is no story more exciting than what God is doing among us. Right. And it's an unsolved mystery because I don't know where he's going. I think you have an amazing idea. And I don't think you can do it alone. So I love that you're reminding me I need a team. Mm -hmm. um, so when you listen to these podcasts, mm -hmm. at the end, they'll say, sound design is you know, produced by yeah. this so-and-so, um, music for this episode, um, fact-checking, production assistance. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have this list. Mm -hmm. It's like, whoa. And the thing I've been telling myself is I just can't compete with these podcasts I'm listening to. 
They have better equipment, bigger budgets, more skill, and a whole team of staff. And at this point, I have just me. But what I do have is a better story. I'm not reporting about undercover agents busting people for drug crimes. Those are exciting stories. But there's no story more exciting than God's story. I'm going to portray it, I think rightly so, Yeah. as the, uh, um, yeah, the most exciting story you can be a part of. Yeah, I love that. So what I know at the beginning is that I have the best story. There's nothing more exciting than what God is doing. There's no movement more interesting than the movement of the Holy Spirit. And then it hit me like the most compelling story and, and the greatest mystery is what God is doing among us. Like it's an unwritten story, super exciting, actually supernatural, right? And it's happening right now and there's literally millions of people asking the exact same question. So if, if, the, if the throbbing question is, what is God doing here? Like, I want to know because I want to be engaged with what he's doing here. So if every chapter of the story helped us uncover that in a way that we said, one, I'm, I'm inspired by what's going on, and two, I think I can be part of this story. I could engage. Um, I think it could cast vision in such a compelling way. So with this format in mind, I've been trying to carry an audio recorder with me pretty much everywhere I go, gathering pieces of the story. And anticipating some awesome conversation, yeah. is, there a, is there a trust level enough that I could uh, push play on my recorder and record some of this without turning you into the cops or anything? <laughs> oh. So here's what I'm doing. So here's what I'm doing. I'm trying to form a new habit of recording my conversations with people. One of the favorite names I didn't choose is pastoral journalism. The pastoral journalism one, that, that one did grab me. Totally describes what's happening. It does. It really does. You literally have a pastor doing journalism. I love that term. I think I made it up. It's a bit like investigative journalism. You're always looking to uncover a story, but with pastoral journalism, you are living your life as a pastor trying to uncover the story of God. So a, a key thing on narrowing the niche is mm-hmm. um, I can't just do like everything in this podcast. So basically yeah. the burning question that I want in every podcast is, so what is God doing? How can I join him? And you're reporting on the movement of the Holy Spirit. Whenever you see God at work, you press in a little deeper to understand that and then try to communicate that story to yeah. others. Mm-hmm. I think that is a very, very solid way to put it together a podcast. To my knowledge, it is entirely innovative. I don't know of anyone else doing anything like this. I've never heard of any such thing. But one thing you do have to question is, does it not exist because nobody else has thought of it? Or does it not exist because nobody wants to hear it? Yes. You do have to think of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm leaning towards there is an audience for it. Another one of those areas that just make it hard to break ground is marketing. I have this app on my phone that I use to organize my tasks, and I have one folder called Speak Lord Podcast. And in that folder, I have things like make an email list, appear as a guest on podcast, have other podcasters promote me, 
I have all these good marketing plans and I haven't done one of them. When I made that proposal to the North Pacific Union to get those funds, I had this grand launch plan. I didn't do any of it. But what I did do is I set a date and I promised to a handful of listeners that follow my podcast that I was launching an expanded form of Speak Lord on September 1. And then I get busy. The marketing didn't happen. The recording's happening right now. It's August 31st. I'm hopeful that the editing will get done. And then we're just going for it. And speaking of editing, that's another thing that makes it really hard to break ground. You actually have to produce these things. You can hear what I've tried to do with the music and my voice. I'm really just guessing with my own creative ear. And once again, I'm not aiming for the highest quality audio production. I'm just confident that I'm following the best story. Maybe it's been a while since you've tuned into that story. I do it too. I get so busy. But in my better moments, I remember that I only have a few short years to live. And I don't want to live them in a shallow story centered on me. I want to step fully into God's story. And if this podcast can help you do that, then it's a success. So you're experiencing my first attempt at this storytelling format right now. I fully expect that I'm going to look back on this and it's going to sound really rough. And when I'm tempted to wish that I had never had posted it, I'm going to remind myself that it is hard to break ground. And at some point, you just have to do it. In my podcasting education journey, I benefited a lot from the content of Think Media. And one of the things they say is, you just got to push record. In those months after submitting that proposal, I set up interviews. Some of them I kept and some I didn't. What I found is that if I'm not persistent in calling people and checking in, they just forget about me and it never happens. I even set up an interview with Kim, that lady who does the podcast that Lee was impressed with, who tells really good stories. And somehow that one fell through too. So Lee was right. It's just hard to get off the ground. Lee and I kept climbing. We made it to the first picnic table. And if you've been up Lazy Mountain, you know that that's a climb. It's also a place on the trail where the view opens up. And I asked Lee to describe the scene. This is too amazing to describe. You know, this is like you get out your camera and you think you'll take a picture and kind of capture it. And it never happens because the scene is too big. And the, um, but yeah, the sun is coming in. A nice spring day. There's a cool breeze, but, but it just feels warm. It feels like spring's definitely coming. And it just feels amazing to be above. Looking down, you feel like you're isolated from all that busyness down there that you know is going on. And to look at the grandeur of the mountains. That's our community. It's a beautiful place. And that's where God is at work. Your community might not feature a frozen river or mountains on the horizon. But when you step back and take in the view, you see that God is at work. 
I need to keep retraining myself to see the handiwork of God. Even though I see it and I know it, I need to learn to resonate with that better. Some scenes you have to look harder to find the beauty. <laughs> yeah. There, right here, it's um, self-evident. Both Lee and I especially appreciate how God speaks through nature. And maybe you're not a big nature person, but the point is that God is always speaking and he's using a whole variety of ways to get his messages across to us. In my podcast journey, I'd come to a viewpoint. I was getting a better view of how it all came together. God speaks in his word, in nature, in our circumstances. And this podcast idea that I've been sharing about, well, it is called to direct people's attention to God. God is always speaking. He's always active, but he doesn't always have our attention. Speak Lord helps people listen to God by reflecting on his word and by telling his stories. So I have some big ideas. I warned you, I'm an idea guy. I want to capture these stories and share them. I wish for this podcast to build community that will focus our attention on God and call us into his story. I want to talk to churches and nonprofits in my area to learn where God is working. In my work as a pastor, I hear incredible stories regularly about how God is working. And when I hear an exceptional story, I plan to turn on a microphone and capture that so I can share it with you. Eventually, we made it to the top. I'm going to take these off just because sunglasses pictures are just yeah. not attractive. So there's, the there's a dog. There's a dog. There's us. I think we're good. On the summit, Lee and I took in the view. Boy, it just captures your attention to look at this snowscape down here, doesn't it? Little trees and whisks and... I want to give you an image that I hope will stay with you when you're done listening to this podcast. The image is of you on the top of a mountain looking down. The view you have is a bit more like the one that God might have. So what I have done often by myself, not as often with other people, is just um, go to a high place where I can see down and look at the community that I'm trying to serve and just take in the reality that God's called me to love all of that. (laughs) Knowing that that's God's mission, not something I'm imposing on Him. Yeah, that's good. I just kind of like the view from above and asking God, what is your mission here? This is one of my favorite versions of a mountaintop experience. Yeah, it reminds me, you know, I did, I've done some of those prayer things probably when I was in, in high school. Go out at night and look over the valley and think about God's mission for all, that, all those people. It's little spots of light at night, you know, all over. He sees it all happening. God is not focused narrowly on a small problem that's right in front of him, but he's active everywhere. As you look down from that mountain, you might see cars and homes and stores. And in those cars, there's a person. In those homes, there's a story. And God is intimately involved in every single one of them. 
He has plans. He has desires. He's doing stuff. And so often, we miss it. But if we can tune our ears and fix our eyes so that we notice his work, we'll find that he's inviting us to be a part of his story. Now, there's a whole lot of people down in the field of view we have right now. And God knows every single one of them and he, he's doing something in every life. And I think that's the part of joining God's story that appeals to me is that he is so actively involved there and I, I want to be a part of that. I want to help the church to be a part of that. This is not just the story of my podcast. This is an invitation for you to interrupt your busy life to climb up to a spiritual viewpoint. Look down on the valley where you live your life. Try to take it in from God's perspective. This is an invitation for you to notice what God is doing and to choose to be a part of it. Remember that podcast Lee was talking about that had excellent storytelling? The voice behind that podcast is Kim Meter. So I looked her up. I listened to her being interviewed and she shared an illustration that fits so well with what I'm trying to communicate. She described a river. The water is powerful and it's all moving in a certain direction. It knows where it wants to go. And if you want to travel in the direction of the river, you can jump right in or paddle on the surface and you'll go that way. But if you choose to fight against the current, it's going to be really difficult. The Spirit of God is like a river. And I love the way Kim puts it. She calls us to follow the Spirit where He wants to go. That's a whole lot different than mapping out our course and then inviting the Spirit to come along. You could write your story and invite God into it. But the more abundant way to live is to throw yourself into God's story. Follow the Spirit where He wants to go. One of the most basic spiritual concepts that shapes my life came to me from the book Experiencing God by the Blackabees. They teach that God is always at work. The Bible teaches that. And that we are to join him in what he's already doing. We don't do work for God. We join in the work that God is already doing. Well, would you have a prayer with me for this valley since we're looking over it? Yeah, we can do that. Spend a moment with us on the summit. Take in the view. And you can share your own thoughts with God and listen. He has something to speak to you. Father, thank you for this place and the chance to have this view and the perspective of knowing that you're a God who loves this place. I pray that we would be in tune with you and empowered by you to love the people around us. And I have a sense of you calling us to things but not sure what they are. We're kind of just asking a lot of questions. We look to you for answers. We know that you haven't forgotten about what we're looking at right now you're already at work in amazing ways. I give my mind and heart and my time 
energy to you. I ask that you would be fully in charge of how I'm spent and how I give myself for others. Amen. So Lord, we see this fields of, of souls and people that you care for, that you came and died for. We want to have um, a growing burden to befriend your friends. We know that you care about them. We teach in church that there's nothing that we can do to make you love us more. So with that thought in mind, there's an awful lot of people down there that you love with a great intensity. And um, so Lord, we would love opportunities to get to know them. We, we just would like to be part of, part of your team in any way that we can. My part is to not even notice many of the things that you're doing already around me like to be part of that exchange, Lord, to see and to know and praise you even more. Have a fuller heart with an expanded vision. It's a little bit like looking down upon Palmer from heaven. It's a different perspective than we have when we're on the ground. We take comfort, Lord, in knowing that you do see a bigger picture Thank you for all these things, Lord, and pray them in your son's worthy name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. This is the kind of place I don't want to close my eyes when I pray. <laughs> Just keep looking at it. We are called to break through our own story and live in the bigger one that's going on right now. And if you want some companionship and some encouragement along the way, choose to be a part of the Speak Lord podcast community. So right now, there's only a handful of people who know that this podcast exists. But as you've heard, I believe that God has put me up to this, and I trust that he has good reasons for it. Do you want to be a part of it? Do you want to grow in your ability to listen to God? and to notice where he's at work in the world around you, I invite you to make Speak Lord a part of your journey. And if we're gonna build a community, we need some people. So would you help me? Would you share this with somebody? Just tell someone about it in conversation or copy the link and paste it into a text and send it to a few friends. Let them know it's been an encouragement to you. Together, we can get better at listening to God's voice recognizing his activity, and living in his story. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening.